You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Buck Walter is the new manager, skipper of the Mets. Joining us, a good friend of mine, Jim Duquette. You see him all over SNY. Jim, welcome in. Thank you. Very, very, you know, late notice uh, right away. Breaking news. So please know how much I appreciate you joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Sure. Your, your thoughts on the news of uh, Buck coming in? Well, listen, I, I think it's exciting news overall. You know, I think, um, you know, Buck, it, when you started to look at the candidates, and, you, you know, we've all seen the last couple of, of managerial hires that haven't gone well. And, and the, you know, the expectation level of this team over the last few years is to get to the postseason and beyond. And, and they haven't done that since 2016. They've been in the postseason once. I mean, that's not acceptable in, in a New York market. I don't care if it's the Yankees or the Mets. So and then you kind of break down, uh, you know, who's the, the type of manager that's been a part of those clubs. They, they've all been inexperienced managers, and you know, you could argue the rosters haven't been the right, haven't been, uh, you know, well built or or deep enough. I mean, you can go through with all of that, but at the end of the day, they've lacked an experienced manager that can help them through, um, you know, some of the, the tougher periods and and kind of help them navigate, maybe not make mistakes when it comes to handling the bullpen and. And, and, you know, putting out fires when they invariably come up, which has happened over the last couple of seasons. We certainly saw that in 2021. So, you know, you start to look and say, they, they need an experienced manager, you know, and, and there weren't an awful lot of candidates in that group of six that they interviewed that had the experience. And it was quickly apparent that Buck was the most experienced guy. And he understood New York, and he understands the market, and he understands the media and dealing with that. And so, you know, he's learned from his mistakes. Uh, God knows, you know, that any manager who's been in the game as long as he has has made mistakes, but he's, he's had a lot of good, good, um, you know, seasons as well. I, I know he gets criticized in Baltimore for not getting to the World Series, but I mean, at one point, they had over a five or six year stretch, they had the most wins in the American League of any team. So this is, I think, for Mets fans, an exciting day. Interesting. Um, you know, one thing that definitely stands out is his age, right? Mid-60s. And one thing that we're seeing across the board, not just in Major League Baseball, and I understand your point in regard to, like, bringing in a seasoned guy, a veteran guy who's been there before, especially knows the New York market. Um, but, you know, one thing that we see across the board, not just in Major League Baseball, but in all sports, Jim, is bringing in a younger guy, whether it's a coach, manager, whatever the case, who's going to relate more with the players. What, give us some insight mm-hmm. in regard to Buck as, as you know, a human being and, and, and how you think that narrative is going to play out with him. Well, it, listen, as a manager, you cannot be a friend to the players. You ha- there's a line that, ha- that you know, as a leader that in any sport, the manager or head coach has to be able to establish that that degree of respect and make the decisions that sometimes go against what the player wants. That's just the reality of what good managers do. And and yes, it, it helps to have the I think uh, you know be able to be relatable to the players. But that comes in all shapes and sizes. I know Dusty Baker. I'm a friend of Dusty Baker's for a long period of time. I think he's the oldest manager right now in the sport. That age difference that he has between the players in the Houston Astros and where he is now hasn't, wasn't a difference at all. He got, got all the way to the World Series. Brian Snitker 
is in his mid-60s. I believe it's mid-60s or early 60s with the Atlanta Braves as the manager. They were the two finalists this year in the World Series. So, so they're, you know, it's to me, these managerial hires are custom fits. What is right for the team the way it's constructed now? And that's a team right now. The Mets are a team that is a win-now team. And the owner certainly feels that way. The front office feels that way. And so bringing in, you could certainly bring in a young manager, inexperienced, you know, it's, those guys that were left. Macrotaro is going to be a good manager with somebody. And so is Joe Espada, who was also a finalist. But in this market, in this situation, cutting their teeth, you know, here with this roster isn't, isn't the right guy. Bucks of the candidates, Bucks the right guy remaining. So I'm not surprised by this decision at all. In fact, I, I'm I'm pleased that they they end up making this final decision. Do you feel Do you feel that age was a factor or a discussion in making this decision? Uh, I don't think so. I, I, I don't. Um, you know, I'm sure that you know the more than the age, it it would be. Tell us uh, in your relationship with the players. How, what kind of relationship did you have? We've already seen Manny Machado, who's still a star in the sport, uh, endorse Buck. We saw um, one of the star players in the Orioles during, during Buck's tenure, Adam Jones, who's still playing in Japan, come out and endorse Buck. Um, it's hard when you look at those teams. Those two guys were key components of their of their success. They did win the American League East during that period. Um, you had uh, two wild card appearances as well. So, you know, I think from that, um, you know, he's he's going to let the players uh, kind of police things on their own on occasion. He's not going to insert himself into the clubhouse chemistry. That's built by the te- by the players. But he's going to, you know, be involved, I think, more than, let's say, even somebody like Luis Rojas, who, by the way, Luis Rojas is going to be a, a good manager down the road again somewhere. But I also felt like, you know, listen, he was he, he, he was very close to them. He was he was uh, a manager in the minor leagues, and so he had a special and unique relationship with him. But, you know, you know and look at it in hindsight, it looked like maybe he um, was too close to the players or, you know, too close in age and, and couldn't necessarily distinguish between being the manager and, you know, a, a friend, which, again, you know, you have to make some tough decisions. And, I'll, I'll use the Jacob DeGrom situation as an example. They let Jacob DeGrom make his decision whether he would pitch or not after coming out of like two or three different games during the course of the year. An experienced manager would have never allowed the player to make that call. He would have made the tough decision said, listen, you come back when the medical team says you're, you're okay to come back. Yes, we trust you coming back, but you know what? You came out of this major league game. We're not going to go out and start you in your next start because of that. Like those are those are decisions that an experienced manager would make, and sometimes those those first time managers have a tougher time doing it. Jim Duquette joining us here on ninety point seven ESPN. Um, you you know Buck obviously better than anyone listening right now. Give give us give us his attributes. Give it give us what you feel. Uh, makes him a good manager, and it sounds like, listen, you've worn that GM hat before with the Orioles. Um, what, what, what is it about him that? Because it, obviously, you're this is your ringing endorsement here. What is it about him that you feel this is the best choice for the Mets? 
Well, listen, Buck has been in the game a long time, right? And so his resume kind of speaks for itself. And, you know, for, you know, in some ways, there are some similarities to Bobby Valentine in the, in the baseball action and getting the most out of, out of your roster, um, handling pitching staffs, handling bullpens. Um, now, Buck, you know, hit, hit along the way, uh, Buck has not had he and is is has disagreed with his front office on many occasions, and sometimes that hasn't worked well with the relationship between the front office and and the manager. Now, you know, and and that happens on occasion. What Buck isn't going to do, he's not going to take what is given to him from the front office in terms of the analytics or advice on a lineup and just take it uh, at face value. He's going to challenge you to show him that what his, in his mind, what his eyes are telling me are different than, than what you're presenting to him with the, with the data. You're going to have to, you're going to have to convince him that your way in the front office is a better, a better way, a better suggestion than what he's seeing. And so that doesn't, that doesn't play well sometimes with with some, uh, some general managers. And that's, to me, that's been a fault of some of these recent hires is the managers are beholden to the GM. This is more of a relationship that you have to work hard at and you're trying to make collaborative type of decisions. Um, so, so you know, he's not a yes man. If you're asking for or trying to hire a yes man, you don't have that guy. <laughs> that is not Buck Showalter. But I think, again, going back to it, the, the guy who's, Who's, who is best for the position now? I don't. I don't think there's even a, a close second choice, and and so I think with Buck, that's what you're going to get, um, good and bad. Uh, but I think with this roster and with the, the the willingness to spend money that the owner has, that gives the Mets the best chance to win over the next couple of years. Is, is 65 play into this a little bit? Well, maybe five years from now, but not in the next two or three. Love it, Jim. And, and I love what you say in regard to, you know, not a yes man, because one thing, you know, when, when, you, when, when I talk, and I'm sure you as well, when you talk to Major League Baseball players, they think too, ma- too, too many decisions, in-game decisions, are made because of analytics. And so maybe even though with the age might be a factor, might not, but I think, you know, if you're talking about a guy who's will listen to analytics but won't be the end-all, be-all, could I'm sure uh, right. you know gain some some cred with the guys in that in that clubhouse. I'm yeah. sure. That's Buck. You need it. That's Buck right there. That's what Tony Larusa did so well this year, and that's what Buck will do this year as well for the Mets. Love it, um, Jim. I love you so much. Thank you. I know I just texted you. You're like, yeah, sure, I'll come on. You're the best, man. I, 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 you really are. Right. Thank you Anytime. so much. I'm good. I'm glad we connected. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.